the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Bound with two chains between two soldiers. Look at that. Between two chains, with, with two chains between two soldiers. They said, well, you, are we not going to let you get away? We heard too much about you and all these miracles and stuff going on here. We're going to put the soldiers around you. We're going to chain them to you. And we're going to make good, doggone good and sure you ain't getting away from us. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Folk in, in a prison, out of prison, cuffed to the people. The man, they said, we got you now, Peter. Uh-oh. Verse 7. Now behold. Y'all watch those beholds. An angel of the Lord stood by. And a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up. Arise, Peter. And his chains fell off his hands. Didn't need a key. Drop. Then the angel said to him, gird up, gird yourself, tie on your saddle, put your shoes on. You know, and he did so. You know what? Listen. It is when you obey God, obeying God gets you out of trouble. He was obeying God. And he look. And so he did, and he said to him, put your clothes on and follow me. When they arrived, verse 10, when they arrived, when they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of his own accord. Here they are, Peter walking, and the gates don't have to touch the gate. It's just Quietly, wasn't no, didn't need no A1 oil. And they go right on through. Wow. And immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. Let me tell you something. In times of crisis, God knows how to deliver you. I don't care how you are hemmed in. God knows how to give you a breakthrough. That's right. He got God gave him a breakthrough. 
and all those man-made blockades and blockages and hindrance, God just busted right on open quietly. And those, I believe God just put all the rest of them to sleep. And, and when they came to them, and you know what? When you let soldiers go, the penalty is your own life. It was a miraculous deliverance. Wow. That's, so now look, James is killed and Peter is supernaturally delivered. Why is that? I don't know. It's just that who can really know the mind of God? And we have to leave room for the sovereignty of God. And that there are mysteries in the kingdom we don't understand. And that's where your faith have to kick in. Number eight, allow the Lord to teach us invaluable lessons when through the storms of life. Allow the Lord to teach us invaluable lessons through the storms of life. Listen, all of our lessons do not have to be hard learned. Huh? No, no. Allow the Lord to teach you invaluable lessons. God is sending you through that because he wants to teach you something in the midst thereof. We can save ourselves a whole lot of trouble and learn from others who rebelled and received divine chastening. Do you not know, my friends, that life is too fragile, the days are too evil, our nation and our lives are inundated with too many turbulent events, and death is too close for us not to learn the lessons from others who experience judgment from God. Listen, if you just look, if you look at the scripture and you look at what others have gone through because of their sin and because of their their wickedness, that ought to teach you some lessons. All your lessons should you, you should not have to gain experience, personal experience of, of uh, uh, to get to get through life. You ought to be able to learn through some of the experiences of others. Ah, oh. look at First Corinthians chapter ten, verses one through eleven. All your lessons don't have to be hard learned. You can look at the pages of Scripture and see and see what others have suffered through. You can see what folk in your life, your old homeboys, your homegirls, people in your past. You know, you've been going back and you see them. They all beat up and you you the same age. You looking fresh and, and invigorated and alive and they look half dead like they next door to the grave. You just beat up. You shouldn't have to be beat up to learn every lesson. You ought to be able to learn from somebody else's beat ups. First Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 through 11. Y'all hanging with me? Oh, help me preach. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the clouds, all passed through the sea, this reference in Israel, all were baptized into Moses in the clouds and in the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. That's the bread from heaven. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Jesus. Jesus Christ. Verse 5. Now look. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became, underline this, our examples. In other words, we ought to learn from their rebellion. 
to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Verse seven, and do not become idolaters. That's idol worshipers as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Verse eight, and let us come and, and let us commit sexual immorality. Nor, nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 fell. Says, nor let us commit sexual immorality as sleeping around with folk you're not married to. Huh? Storing stuff in other folk beds. In, in, in the backseat of cars. In hotels. Out of town on so-called business trips. Yeah, you taking care of business all right. And look, look, look what happened when they did this foolishness. And in one day, 23,000 failed. That's a whole lot of folk. That's more than a whole city. 23,000 failed. Look, verse 9. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Verse 10. Nor what? Murmur. You know what murmur is? Murmur is complain. It's dangerous to complain against God, his church. It's dangerous to be un, unthankful. As some of them also complain. Look what they, look. Comp- now y'all say, well, I don't steal. I don't kill. I don't steal hams out of H-E-B and I don't gamble and I don't drink. But do you complain? You complain. You complain to your husband, you complain to your wife, you complain, children complain to the parents, I don't want this, I don't want to eat this, I don't want to wear this. Shut up. Shut up, just shut up. Nor complain as some of them also complain. Too hot in here, too cold, service too long. Why we got to do it that way? Why that color? Why it is, we, we build it again. We, we expand it. Every time we get out something, here comes something else. Listen, you ought to be glad. Satan always up to something else. Satan's always up to something else. Why we can't be about the, about the kingdom? We ought to have something else going for the kingdom. We ought to be glad that God is doing a new thing amidst us. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Now, I'm not hanging on verse 10. Nor complain, as some of them also complain, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Look at verse 11. Now all these things happened to them, underline this again, as what? As examples. And they were written for our admonition. You know what admonition is? For our warning. That's right. 
our warning, our warning upon whom the ends of the age have come. Let me ask you a question. When are you going to learn your lesson? How much are you going to have to go through? You, listen, you, you've been through one bad man. You mean tell me you haven't learned your lesson through that bad man to the point that you get another fool? Huh? You made that woman a mess all over you. And you ought to learn 50 lessons from that one woman. And then you get another worse than the one you had. This will make you pregnant and then you get pregnant by this one over here. You don't know where the men are now. When you going to learn your lesson? You, you lost gambling and you still gambling, losing God's money, won't even tithe. When you going to learn your lesson? When you going to learn your lesson? When you going to learn your lesson? And they were written for I am a mission. Upon whom the ends of the ages have come. I want to say something about this passage. The same God that judged sin in the past will judge today as well as in the future. He's the same God. He said, I'm, I'm the Lord God. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I change not. He's the same God who does not change. Number nine. I'm almost done. Oh, God, help me. The recent catastrophic events are a wake-up call to America. Nobody's saying that. It's a shame that the prophetic voices are being hushed and silenced in the name of political correctness. Where are the prophetic voices? <gasps> folk don't, not going to like that. Who cares what folk don't like? Preach the truth. The recent catastrophic events are a wake-up call to America. And especially to the church of the living God. God is calling the prophetic voices of our day to sound the alarm. To tell his people to wipe the sleep of lethargy and apathy from their eyes. And wake up. Wake up. Let me ask you a question. When are you going to wake up? I'm not talking about natural sleep. I'm talking about apathetic sleep. Huh? I, I, I'm talking about uh, lethargic sleep, uh, laziness sleep, the sleep of laziness. When are you going to wake up? There's a passage in Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. It says, do this knowing the time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. In other words, wake yourself. Get a hold of yourself. Wake up. Listen, just do me a favor. Just be gentle now. Gentle. Touch the, just shake gently the person next to you and tell them to wake up. Tell them to wake up. Just do it. Don't, don't, don't hurt them now. They may have a torn rotator cuff or something. But, but just tell them to wake up. I want you to really do that. If you haven't done it, I still want you to do it. If, if nobody's sitting behind you, grab the person in front and just judge just a little bit and tell them to wake up. Come on. Tell them to wake up. Wake up. Come on. Say wake up. Now, now do the other side. Tell them to wake up. We want a church that's, that's awake. I'm tired of sleepy Maranathians. I'm tired of folk who are sidestepping and half-stepping. It's time we need to wake you out of your lethargy, wake you out of your apathy, wake you out of your unconsciousness. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. 
Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry. That's the Christian folk, not in revelry, not in drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, nor in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its desire. It's not time for you to be enslaved to your fleshly desires. If the reason, listen at me as I prepare to close. If the recent horrific events have not enhanced, energized and stirred up your spiritual life. You have still not gotten the message because you are asleep and unconscious to the reality of what is going on around you. For heaven's sake, wake up. Now here's a sign. Let me ask you some questions. This, tell, this tells you whether you, you're awake or not. With all the tornadoes and tsunamis and nuclear reactors uh, and all, all of the uh, viruses that's going on, floods and tornadoes. What are you doing differently now in light of all these events? How has all of these events stirred you up? You mean to tell me all this stuff has happened? And you, you still the same? You still dragging? Can't get to church on time? Huh? I mean, all this is happening around you? How has, how has your prayer life increased? Huh? How has your time in the word increased? Hmm? How has your, has your church attended with all that's happened around us? Listen, it ought to be so crowded in here until it's standing room only and they're waiting to get in, but they, they're frustrated that you won't hurry up and get out of here because of what's going on. It ought to be standing room or only. We ought not have some musical celebrity star to come in before the church has packed out while hell, while folk are going to hell in a handbasket. How's your church attendance? How's your Sunday school att- attendance? Do you even know the teacher's name? What about the Lord's Supper? When is, we're having it today at five o'clock. Uh, wh- wh- where have you been? Well, how long has it been since you? Remember the Lord's table. When is the last time you came to a baptismal service like we're going to have tonight and rejoice in saints that are being coming to the kingdom, being baptized? It is not your child again, folk. In light of all the atrocities that's happening around us, uh, how has that impact your giving financially to the Lord's work? Are you still holding back that which belonged to God? Realizing that in a moment's notice, everything you have could be gone, blown away in a moment. We need to be holding things so lightly because we can have it today and lose it today. And listen, if I lost it today, Lord, I can say naked I came and naked I leave. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You got to hold it lightly. God said, okay, you too tight to give. I tell you what, I fix it where you won't have anything. I fix it where you in some shelter. I fix it where you got to go live with somebody else. You won't appreciate me? I know how to blow your stuff away. You mean to tell me God has to blow your stuff away and you 
are that messed up? Ooh, you in bad shape. You need to be in the spiritual ICU unit. Hmm? Oh my God. Who are you telling about Jesus? You mean to, in light of all this, everybody ought to be talking about Jesus for part two of this message. You ought to have five folk here that, that, that wouldn't have been here otherwise. Because I got to, listen, there's a message my pastor's preaching. And man, you need to hear Jesus and you need to get the right perspective. You get, need to get a perspective that the world is not going to give you. Please come to church. You need to hear this and double, triple the people here. You tell everybody about Jesus. You're not talking about LeBron James. Huh? You're not talking about the Mavericks. Spurs not in it no way. Crank up some conversations about that and not talking about Jesus. LeBron James don't care how many millions he has. He can't help you in times of trouble. In closing, you said, boy, you said that three times already. I'm a preacher. <laughs> when that tornado in Joplin, Missouri came, there were customers in this certain store. Don't recall the store, but and one of the employees of that store hurried the customers in the store. And they dashed Put them in that cooler and locked them in. When that storm hit, that cooler was a reeling and a rocking. Folk were howling and they were screaming. But there was a voice as my wife and I was listening. I heard a name that caught my name. I heard a name in that rumbling and tumbling. I heard a name. It was a sister there. She sounded like she was black. And she was saying, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I said, oh, that's starting getting heavy. I was about to get out that bed. She was saying, Jesus. She wasn't calling on Dr. Phil. She wasn't calling on Oprah. No, 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 no. She wasn't calling on LeBron. She wasn't calling on Buddha. She wasn't calling on Muhammad. She wasn't calling on Allah. She was calling about on Jesus. You know, there's something about that name. It moves my fears, calms my doubts. That name gives me hope, gives me security. Rock of ages. Cleft in me, in the cooler, let me hide myself in thee. Yeah, yeah, but for me to live is Christ. But if I die, I'm going to die calling on his name. I believe I just say his name right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in the morning, Jesus in the noonday, Jesus over in the evening. Jesus walks with me. Ah, Jesus. Does anybody know about that name? Jesus. 
That's a mighty good name to call on. Jesus. 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 I love the name. Jesus. He rocks me when I'm tired. Pick me up when I'm down. Call me when I'm hurting. Nobody can do me like Jesus. And all God's children said, Amen. Hallelujah. I'm back. I'm trying to give y'all a spiritual perspective that CNN won't give you. And neither Fox News. Has somebody here today? You haven't called on that name in so long. If you were to die today, you don't even have a church to bury you. You got to go to a funeral home. Because you didn't have a church home. Some of you, you're saved. But you're backslidden. Everything about God is in the past tense. You talk about how you used to go to church. How you used to go to Sunday school. Yeah. How you used to give. How you used to go to vacation Bible school like we're going to have this evening. How you used to do all those things. But the question is, what are you doing for God now? I ain't talking about yesterday. I'm talking about now. Are you on fire now? It's too late for you to be lollygagging and living below mediocrity. It's too late for you to be coasting on God in this season of your life. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210 821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.